0: Hi, I'm Logan Rice, and this is the U of SC Housing Podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of the U of SC Housing Podcast. Joining us today is Finn Rockwell. Finn, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Good. Doing well. It's springtime. Things are in bloom. Things are starting to warm up a little bit. We're, we're in that classic South Carolina springtime where it's cool in the mornings, hot in the afternoons, cool in the evenings. So it's my kind of weather.
1: It's beautiful. I was in class just now and I was looking outside at the windows and
0: noticed how green the trees were. Yeah. Like, I need to be outside. It's this back. Amazing. It's back. So Finn is joining us today. Finn is a senior senior here at the University of South Carolina. Um, and so we're just going to spend some time today talking to him about his journey um, as a Gamecock, what led him to Carolina, um, his experiences throughout his four years, and then maybe even some advice for some future or current Gamecocks that are um, on their way to the graduation date. So, Finn, before we get started, uh, tell us a little bit about what led you to Carolina.
1: Yeah, um, it well, was a long time ago. It doesn't seem like it. I mean, four <laughs> years goes by pretty fast when you're having fun and working hard. But um, I think it all came back. I had no idea. I knew I wanted to go to one place when I was graduating, and it was my dad's alma mater, UVA, and I, I wanted to go there so badly, mainly because my whole family had gone there, mm-hmm. and I just thought, like, that's where I belong. Um, so other than that, I had no clue where I wanted to go. And so when that option was not available. I was kind of lost, but I had applied to all these different schools and I, I passed through um, my junior year of high school. I drove through to Clemson and I had no idea that South Carolina was even a school, mm-hmm. surprisingly, because um, it's one of the bigger SEC schools. And my mom was like, Oh, well, why don't you just stop by and check out South Carolina? We can just see it and take a tour. And I went through, before I went to Clemson, I was like, dang, this is amazing. This is beautiful. This campus is great. And the buildings were beautiful, and it seemed like, I mean, I think we went in the spring, so just like right now, I mean, how could you not love this weather if it's a blue sky day and the students are all walking around? And, um, no, I I loved it, Um, and it it had everything I needed, which was a good college campus, uh, good academics, good student life. Uh, football was a big thing cause I just wanted that classic col- college experience. And then a big thing was having that city like yeah. outside of the school that I could go to if I needed an escape or whatever it was to go downtown or go to, um, like, you know, a nature walk and just kind of escape the, the daily routine. Yeah. Um, so I needed that and I thought this was great. And then I went to Clemson and,
0: you know, we don- we won't get into that <laughs> because,
1: um, you know, that's. It's different. I'm, I'm a little biased at this point. Yeah, but it was definitely different, and I just I was not about it. I didn't I didn't enjoy it, and I didn't think it offered as much. And uh, so South Carolina became U of SC became um, one of my biggest options, and and uh, I was exploring that and a couple others, and I realized you know it's close to home. It's beautiful. I loved it. I felt good just walking around the campus. I felt like it's a place that I could be and live in, and you know work really hard and um achieve some of my goals so I just kind of made the decision you know and and I came in as an engineering student so that was also a big draw was because the engineering school was so um you know promising and there were a lot of uh, opportunities in the engineering school and I just thought that, that was the way I needed to go um so I kind of based it off of that and then you know what, how I felt when I was on campus and I felt really good. Yeah. Um, and that was something that you know, was just probably one of the biggest drawing factors.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So you, so you came in freshman year. Um, what were some of the, your first impressions of, of campus life and, um, housing and living, living, actually living on the campus that you fell in love with you when you toured?
1: Well, it's, it's a little, it's difficult. My journey here, I've changed a lot over time, as one does, Um, but my first year as a freshman, I was extremely introverted and very, um, I kind of just kept myself, so whenever it came to branching out and trying to find those friends and trying to find that community that I had been longing for, or at least know that I had been longing for, but, you know, um, subconsciously had been wanting for a long time, it was very difficult, but I think South Carolina made it extremely easy to branch out especially you know living in a residence hall there were a ton of great people um that were always around me because I lived in um McBride which had you know 20 other guys that I could bond with at any time of the day um and they also had a lot of great like first Carolina nights events and things where I could go and kind of explore the school and see and kind of get acclimated to the culture of South Carolina um so even being an introvert and kind of not necessarily getting used to or trying to get used to branching out and reaching out to people and and trying to make that community for myself um i think carolina definitely did a lot for me in trying to like provide me those opportunities um and it wasn't necessarily like they were always trying it just kind of like you put people in a place like a residence hall with like-minded people you're going to bond and you're going to make those relationships with those people. And I think that's what happened, especially in McBride that first year. Um, And then after that, I just kind of, you know, found my way and found my friend group and then another friend group and then another like event or organization that I, you know, was really fond of. And then after that, I just kind of found myself, you know, my own little Carolina community.
0: Yeah. Is that, is that sort of Ease of connection and and how Carolina made that and the the residence halls and the communities. Is that what kind of led you to becoming an RM your sophomore year?
1: Yeah, I think I think a big part of it was I really enjoyed living on campus um, because, you know, my classes were there and there was this great environment that was just like right there, you know, on my doorstep. I had the entire campus at the tips of my fingers. So that was a big part of it because I just really enjoyed that atmosphere. Um, and then also I remember um, being a freshman and then getting advice from my RM and mm. and recognizing the the importance of having that kind of figure in your life, especially when you're trying to get acclimated to a new environment. And I felt like my journey, I recognized that I was more introverted than I wanted to be. Mm. And I felt like, So for selfish and selfless reasons, I became an RM. But one of the selfish reasons was because I wanted to learn how to connect with people and learn how to, like, you know, talk and figure out, like, what a person needs from me. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a big part of it was I saw that role as a leadership opportunity to um, connect with these younger students who are not necessarily too much younger. They were only a year behind me, but I saw it as an opportunity to you know, help people get acclimated and comfortable in this new environment, this scary environment for a lot of people. And I know it was kind of scary and nerve-wracking for me that first first year. So I figured, you know, if I knew how to deal with that and have gone through it, I might have something of value to add to these young students' lives. So that's partly why I became an RM. And then the other was just I really enjoy, you know, helping people. I mean, they kind of yeah. kinda coincide, but it was just – I really recognized that there was a, a, a giant number of people or a, a lot of people, probably the majority of the freshmen and first years who come into Carolina and they're just lost and they don't, they don't understand like, how to get involved or, or to find that community, yeah. just as I didn't. I didn't know how to do it, but you know, in Carolina makes it a whole lot easier and I wanted to be in a place where I could kind of contribute to that yeah. um, and help them adapt.
0: Yeah, there's so many so many opportunities, organizations, activities you can do mm. that, yeah, it can be overwhelming just by the sheer number. And it's incredibly important to have somebody like your RM, you know, mm. guide you through that process. Were there any, any standout opportunities that did present themselves of you as an RM kind of serving as that mentor role to incoming freshmen?
1: You mean when I was an RM? Yeah. Where there were there, like, certain um... – times where i felt like i was yeah times or friendships that were had and yeah i think it's it's difficult when you're when you're an rm you want you think of your hall um or your community when you're coming into that role you want it to be as seamless as possible you want all your residents to bond together and kind of have this really solid community um and sometimes it's difficult because I was an RM for two years after my freshman year. So freshman year I lived in McBride. Second year I was an RM in McBride, and then third year I was a lead RM in McBride. Um, and that first year as an RM, I think my hall r- recognized and respected me as the RM, mm. but there were certain, um, th- they just didn't click as well. Mm. And sometimes that's a big pet factor. You can't you can't force a community, you can't force those relationships with people. And there were definitely certain members of the hall that were had those little cliques and, like, bonded with each other, and I really appreciated that. But it wasn't as cohesive yeah. as I as I wanted as, for my first RM experience. Um, so it was a little difficult to, like, create that community in that hall and in that atmosphere. And so, yeah, I bonded with certain people, and, like, I had those experiences and, and those conversations that made me feel like I was actually – contributing to their first year experience. Um, but overall, it it wasn't as gratifying of an experience as I originally anticipated, mm-hmm. just because sometimes you just can't do that much to, like, force that community. Yeah. Um, and I, I quickly recognized that just because, you know, when you're talking to people, it just does, sometimes it doesn't work, and you just have to realize that. Um, and, yeah, so, but then my second year, I definitely had more opportunities, especially after experiencing that first year. And, like, I recognized what I needed to change about my role and the way I went about things Um, and kind of, like, had already had that experience under my belt. So when it came to certain situations, I knew how to handle them a little bit better than that first year. Um, And also my community, my residents were a whole lot more um, uh, responsive to, like, Mm. the things that I was trying to implement within the hall Uh, you know, events and just saying like, hey, let's all go hang out. Let's go do this. Let's do that. Um, Or even if me, it's just me trying to connect with them quickly, just saying, hey, how's it going? How's your day going? Yeah. You know, um, so-and-so is going to the soccer game. Do you want to go? Or they're going to get food. And then it quickly just became a natural thing where I didn't have to even be a part of that. And that's the best thing as an RM is when you don't have to put any, I mean, obviously you want to put effort in, but when it's just like natural and it just happens where they're just like talking to each other and you come into the hall and there's 10 of them in the hallway talking and hanging out and laughing and having fun. I had no hand in that. I mean, maybe at the beginning, but now yeah. it's just like, they're just doing it on their own and they enjoy each other's company. And that is just so rewarding to see that. Um, and I definitely got more of those experiences out of my second year mm. than I did my first.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, uh, A lot of growth over your four years uh, both from kind of the introverted fin to the more extroverted and and even learning and adapting roles as an RM You said you came in as an engineering student Mm -hmm. and now you're in the videography field what was kind of the the reason behind that and and what are the opportunities that are that have and what are the opportunities that have presented themselves in that videography role here while you're on campus Yeah,
1: I, um, I can't, so I came in as biomedical engineering, uh, because I just loved math and science in high school and I, I, I'm, I still do. I just, you know, thought that those kind of went together. If you love something or you really like something or you're good at it, then that's what you need to be doing for the rest of your life. Mm. Um, and sometimes that is true. Like if you, if you're good at something, you should, you know, contribute to society in some way and in in that role and take on a role but it was something about it in my first year and it kind of went along with my freshman year experience of just feeling lost and and confused. And I think that was one of them where I didn't feel like I was really contributing to what I wanted to do in life or like Mm. the, 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 the the goals necessarily. I knew what my goals were or my aspirations or what I was chasing, but I just knew that what I was doing at the, at that moment was not going to contribute to whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so, I I recognized that engineering just was not it. Um, It just wasn't what I wanted to do, and it didn't feel right. So I quickly changed it up, looked for other options, went to the career center, and, Mm. you know, got some help with them and just said, listen, I know this isn't what I want to do. I need to figure it out so that I can start working towards some sort of goal, and then, you know, I'll figure it out along the way. Um, And I think it was like... February of my freshman year after I had already had these conversations and had been talking to myself about it and talking to people that are close to me about it, just like making these big changes in my life in order to find some sort of, um, happiness or, uh, direction maybe. Yeah. Um, and I entered this film festival on campus in the Russell house and I was just walking by and they just say, Hey, here's this film festival. Uh, I never tried to do anything like it. I mean, I've done film like short films in the past for middle school, high school, but never really thought anything about it. And I tried it and made a very subpar film. <laughs> um, but I went to the film festival and I had never experienced anything like it. It was just, hmm. it was such a supportive and a uh, hardworking group of people all in the same room. And it just made me want to be better and like push further and like, once I didn't see my film play on the screen and it was, like, the end of the show and everything and I knew I, like, it it was gone, it was over, I was like, I never want to feel that ever again. Like, I I, I want to, like, I felt something there, that, like, connection, that energy where I was just, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I knew right then and there that that is what I needed to chase, was that feeling. and Sweet. And so, yeah, so after that, I just, I mean, I, I... figured out, you know, I want to stay at South Carolina because I've made this community. I've made this kind of made my roots here. So I don't want to transfer. It's not a, it's not a change of place that I need. It's a change of direction. It's a change of career, uh, objective that I, that I need. And so I switched into media arts and big switch, like, you know, complete one eighty from where I thought I needed to go. And like left brain, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And I always joke about how I have those like in unison where it's like they're competing sides, but sometimes now I'm trying to put you know push them together and kind of use them—the logical side and the creative side. Um, But yeah, it was just a journey, and once I changed, I felt no regret. I just was like, "This is it. This is what I need." But you know, in order to get there, I need to work hard and I need to like push myself um, and find those opportunities that will help me achieve those goals that i set in front of myself or at least you know work towards them and like create some sort of skill set that i can build off of until i'm you know confident and have some sort of success under my belt so i kept looking around um and i did some stuff on my own to start i also i was an orientation leader by the summer after my freshman year sweet um and i got like that's right when i started switching and i started focusing on media arts and Um, what I wanted to do with that and I just knew I needed to start somewhere so I started working in the orientation offices there graphic design videographer just trying to learn the programs and things and it was very they were very helpful and they just said you know you're an orientation leader so doors open when one door closes another one opens that's kind of what I've learned in South Carolina is you know I keep switching around and doing different jobs and like finding these different opportunities that have kind of built off of each other. So I was an orientation leader. And then I got a job in the orientation office doing what I wanted to do. Um, and then, so I learned a lot there. And then I think it was like, it was housing actually, um, hmm. who approached me and told me about this videographer position about two years back. Um, so, you know, I decided that it's time for a switch, another change, another change of pace, something else that I can chase, um, something that will kind of push me further. So I ended up taking the job with housing as a student videographer. And, I've, you know, I've been there ever since. So, you know, the last two years, so since the beginning of my junior year, um, I've been working as, as a student videographer, creating this series. I was charged with a series called uh, the Spin, um, mm-hmm. which I know you've heard about. But it's a student vlog, basically, Talking about what, you know, trying to show from a different perspective, from a student's perspective, what the student experience at Carolina is like. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it has definitely helped me figure out, like, you know, my, my skill set and trying to, like, you know, um, I guess improve my skill set and and work on the things that I, I want to do and kind of fine tune my skills. Um, but it has also helped me grow a whole lot closer to the Carolina community because I've tried to cover every single facet of the student experience as possible, you know, athletics, academics, housing, um, just campus life in general, just anything and all or everything Carolina tried to cover. Um, so I've, I've grown a whole lot closer to the community and, and trying to display that in some entertaining way. Um, but It's been, it's been a really rewarding experience and and I've been doing that. So the first season was five episodes leading, you know, up into quarantine. Yeah. Um, and then now I'm on my second season just working on the fifth episode of six. And then when I graduate, I think the, the series will retire with me, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely been an awesome experience and, uh, you know, it's the people around me in the Carolina community who have kind of supported me through this, you know, big change from being engineering to media arts and, like, yeah. working on, you know, my my goal is film production, but, you know, trying to fine-tune those skills. People have seen the the my desire to do so and, like, kind of brought me in and said, hey, I believe in you. Here's a project and work on it, and, like, I'll help you through it, and I'll give you the tools you need to succeed, um, and that's been – really really wonderful and like one of the best parts of my experience at Carolina it's just because there's so many people that are willing to open those
0: doors for you yeah yeah so you've 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 had very impactful experience at at Carolina made a lot of changes a lot of shifts like you mentioned some closed doors some open doors what what's maybe as you anticipate your graduation date coming up here in May what is some advice or guidance that senior Finn could share with maybe freshman Finn or anybody else that's incoming or or a current student, right? Somebody that is a freshman or a sophomore, or even a junior that's experiencing all the changes and um the just the shaping of what college does to a life, a direction, a path, a mindset. What's some advice you would pass along?
1: Yeah, I'm you know, I, I think a lot of people say this when it comes to college. I know I, that was like what I said as an orientation leader and as an RM when people were coming in. and um, I would always just say, like, don't be afraid to try new things, and that's kind of like the main thing that people say. But it has become so um, important to me over the last four years, and that, that was one of the main things that kind of brought to me, me to where I am today. Um, and, you know, I am I'm extremely happy with, my experience here, like could not be happier with the, the way things have, the way things have progressed Yeah, over the last four years. Um, and it all boils down to like, do not be afraid to, to branch out and try new things. And that, that could totally mean like, you know, branching out and talking to someone that you think is interesting or a cool, pr- uh, a friend or someone that you have been wanting to talk to for a while in class or on your hall and just saying, Hey, let's go get some lunch. You never know what opportunities are going to come of that. Or, um, you know, there's this club that you think is interesting and you've never tried it before and you've been sort of interested in it and it's been in the back of your head like, oh, I've always wanted to try that, like cooking or whatever it is. Um, try it. You know, that's yeah. basically that's what the college experience is for is for you to try things and figure out who you want to be. Um, and people put so much pressure on, I came in as this or these people want me to do this. So this is the direction I'm going in. But you know, you, there are so many ways to, you know, achieve what you want to achieve and you don't have to focus on like one specific way. You know, life is not binary. It's, it's multiple roads, multiple avenues to explore and you can do all of it while, while, you know, focusing on your studies and things, but you can do things on the side to figure out what you actually want out of your college experience. Um, and, you know, if, if I had not, you know, as an engineering student, if I had walked past Russell House and not taken that flyer for the film festival, I don't know where I would have been. I do have yeah. no clue. And that was just the one thing for me that kind of shifted my focus and shifted my entire career path and direction and my life at Carolina. But it could mean anything for anyone, you know, just mm-hmm. going and joining a club or joining an organization, talking to someone, playing a intramural sport, living on a certain hall talking you know becoming an rm becoming an orientation leader whatever it is you know there are just so many different things to explore and you just cannot be af- be afraid to take that first step um you know even if you don't know if it's the right direction it could still it's just a direction it's right. a, it's a different thing and you can kind of figure it out on your
0: own as yeah. you go yeah well finn i've i've enjoyed hearing your story um I appreciate you being willing to sit down and and share some insights and just kind of talk about your experience and I definitely think there's, there's a lot to be learned from, from your journey as a, as a Gamecock and, uh, congratulations on, on graduation coming up here soon. Thanks man. I'm excited. Williams Bryce, here I come. Yeah, buddy. So, um, well again, thanks for swinging by lots of advice and, uh, look forward to see where, where your journey continues to take you as, as a Gamecock alum. So looking forward to, to seeing your name on a credit reel somewhere. Yeah. Hopefully (laughs) I'll be working towards it, but thank you for having me on. Absolutely.